0: Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. All week, we're celebrating WandaVision. It opens, uh, debuts. I guess TV shows do not really open, do they? It debuts this weekend on Disney+. I'm excited. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, and an amazing cast are coming in to do some stuff. And I, for one, cannot wait to see it. To the point where, just the other day, I did a panel for Fan Expo... And it was called We Have 2020 WandaVision because, you know, it's funny. Uh, and I, I talked about 2021 and the MCU landscape and what all is coming. And it all starts with WandaVision. And I'll go into more detail, but I believe Phase 4 all hinges on what happens in this show. So I can't, I can't wait to share it with you. Here it is, a panel I did for Fan Expo Dallas about WandaVision. All right. Uh, First, I want to say thank you for coming and joining me, Lance the Night Nerd, on behalf of Fan Expo Dallas for this. We have 2021 WandaVision. Uh, We're looking forward to 2021 for so, so, so many reasons. Uh, One was we didn't have any Marvel movies in 2020. So 2021, they're making up for it uh, with a whole slew of movies and tv shows starting with WandaVision here in just a a couple of weeks it kicks off so what we're going to do is kind of look at what's in the pipe what's coming and how they're connected and I think it's going to be pretty neat I'm going to share my screen here maybe Uh, just because it's easier that way so first off like I said we have WandaVision Which starts on January 15th, so as of this recording, that's only 12 days away, so less than two weeks. I'm pretty excited about it. The writer, Jack Schaefer, she did Timer, Captain Marvel, The Hustle, and Black Widow. So already in pretty good with the MCU and stuff. And then one of the main directors is Matt Shackham. Who is yeah? He He's over here. Matt Shacklem is one of my favorite people right now. Um, he did The Great, which, if you haven't seen The Great on Hulu, it's, I mean, well, it's great. That's, there's really no other way to describe it. It was kind of based on Catherine the Great and had Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. Great show. Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, so I recommend it a whole lot. So behind the scenes, and of course the writers on this are really great. Really solid, solid setup. Um, Coming back, we have Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch. Paul Bettany as Vision. And then we're bringing in uh, Tiana Paris as Monica Rambeau, who we saw a young Monica in Captain Marvel, but this is her grown-up. Kat Dennings is coming back as Darcy. Randall Park is coming back as Jim Woo, the FBI agent from the Ant-Man movies. And we're bringing in Catherine Hahn as Agnes, who, let's be honest, we all know that she's going to be the bad guy. Um, there's Agatha Harkness is a big magic, evil magic person in the Marvel comic universe. So everyone's pretty sure that that's who Agnes is going to turn out to be. And I'm okay with it. Because you got to have somebody on that power level at Scarlet Witch. Um, this, this whole show... I'm going on the record right now to say that this show is going to be as important for the next three phases of the MCU as Iron Man one was for the first, this, we're going to start getting the multiverse um, because one is going to start toying with reality. Somehow she's going to bring vision back. We don't know how we've seen in the trailers that their kids are going to be there. um, Who, depending on what you're reading either do or don't exist so that's uh, do with that what you will I, I think it's gonna be really awesome and then the stuff that it's going to set up is is just wonderful there's a mini series by Tom King called vision that I would highly recommend reading before this drops. Uh, they are dropping it weekly so, We'll have six weeks to watch it, which uh, it's kind of sad because I would I would binge this. But, it, you know, it's a great way to kick stuff off. And then after this, we have another series in March, March 19th, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. This one, they've... Well, I mean, everything they kind of keep tight-lipped about. But a lot of people are thinking that this is going to be Daniel Brühl. He comes back as Helmet Zero, who is probably my favorite villain in all the MCU. Sorry, Loki. Because he's the only one that like won. You know, he, he did what he set out to do. And I'm guessing that he's going to come in and try and you either use Winter Soldier again or expose Winter Soldier and use it to discredit both Bucky and Sam as Sam is trying to settle into that role of Cap. We also have Emily Van Camp coming back as Sharon Carter. right? Russell is John Walker, who's a U.S. agent. Um, who is sometimes good sometimes bad sometimes vigilante uh, GSP comes back as bar truck the leaper so really a lot of interesting cast choices and stuff uh, with it you know people are bringing in I out of everything coming out this year this one is the second most thing I'm excited about just because the cast on it, it, again, is just so amazing and, and great. Then we finally get into the theaters with Black Widow, a movie that was supposed to come out last May, May 2020, and then got pushed to uh, September of 2021 before finally settling on May 7th, 2021. Uh, September 2020, sorry. So this is going to be a flashback, we're guessing, because spoilers... I mean, everybody in the world has seen Endgame at this point, but Black Widow's dead. And it's no secret at all or no stretch of the imagination that, you know, ScarJo, who's coming back as Natasha, is going to hand off the Black Widow title to Florence Pia. Pia? I don't don't know. Pia. Sounds kind of cool. And because Yelena Belova was the second Black Widow in comics, you can see her there. And... You know, it's a way to keep the Black Widow going, uh, the character and everything. You also have David Harbor from Stranger Things, and well, we don't talk about Hellboy here. Um, coming in as Rick Guardian, um, OT5 as Rick Mason. Rick Mason, who is just goes by the agent, is actually the son of the Tinkerer in the comics, who's a bad guy, so might be kind of interesting. You got William Hurt coming back as. Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, who is not really a good guy, not really a bad guy. Ray Winstone, who was actually one of the Warriors three in the Thor movies, but he's coming in in a, a different role. And Rachel Vice as, I guess, a original Black Widow, like somebody who started it. And this is what I'm super excited about, is RDJ's going to be in it. That's pretty heavily rumored. He's going to show up, uh, you know, since it is a flashback, it's totally believable. This is supposed to be where Black Widow was from Civil War up until Infinity War and her story and everything. So uh, I I think it's going to be pretty neat. I'm really excited about Taskmaster. He's somebody who was kind of cheesy in the comics when he first came out, but has gone on to be really awesome. Um, on the animated Ultimate Spider-Man, he's one of the main bad guys in a couple of the seasons, and in the trailers for Black Widow, we've already seen him copy moves from like Black Panther and Captain America and everything. So the the Easter eggs on this, you know, you're gonna see a fight scene and be like, wait, I've seen that before. You're gonna want to go back and, and watch all the other ones. Uh, not that you need an excuse, but. It's going to be awesome. One thing, though, that I am kind of sad about this movie is this movie is like seven years too late. This should have been a Phase 2 movie after they introduced her in Iron Man 2. You know, roll her out to her own film uh, and set up everything. I mean, she's a beloved character. And I even though her death hit hard, I think if she would have had her own standalone movie, it would have hit harder. And the, like I said, the movie just seems kind of weird. So we're going to see see what happens with it. Um, after that, then we'll have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings opening July 9th, which is the day after my birthday. So we're going to go see this for my birthday. Um, this one I, I'm pretty excited about too. Uh, me, Lou? He's in a show called Kim's Convenience, which I started watching. It's on Netflix. It's a Canadian show, and it's hilarious. And he's amazing. Um, Aquafina is awesome. They're bringing back the Mandarin. Uh, you know, if if you remember at the end of um, was it Thor: The Dark World? The one of the no, it was one of the short films that they made. That was only on the DVDs but I think it was on for Thor The Dark World. They had um, a Return of the King thing where it showed Trevor Flattery, the guy who impersonated the Mandarin, he was in prison, and so was um, Sam Rockwell's character, who I'm drawing a blank on right now, who I love. I love Sam Rockwell. But they were in prison, and somebody comes to interview Slattery, Slattery sorry, and... It turns out that they're with the real Mandarin, and they kill him. And that was years and years and years ago. So yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with it and how, you know, if it's going to tie into this or what was going to happen. Um, see if they had any like quick things about it, but they they don't. Da, da, da. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with it. I I think it's gonna be cool a kung fu Marvel movie. I'm on board hundred percent hundred percent Then next we're going to have Loki this is one that I am pretty excited about uh, as as well that I, I'm just excited about all these you get Tom Hiddleston back as Loki and Owen Wilson as Mobius in Mobius and here's the importance about Mobius in Mobius the 3M is he's mainly a, not a foil for the Fantastic Four, but like a a time accountant, almost, a time collector, you know, he he jumps on them all the time when they do their multiverse stuff, and he's like, guys, you got to stop doing this. So totally opens up the gate for the Fantastic Four, which we know are coming far, far down the line, but uh, Loki is going to be traveling the multiverse through it, redoing things, so we're going to kind of pick up where the Scarlet Witch, the WandaVision show was, and it's going to be going through that. And I, I think it's going to be pretty neat. There's some really great Loki runs on comics. Um, you can go to your local comic shop and check them out. It's going to be great. All of these series, they're all six episodes. Well, WandaVision, Loki, and Captain Winter Soldier are six episodes. And Everything I've read about them says that these are more miniseries events like than a series. And they're made to be big, epic, six-hour-long movies, so I, I can't wait to see. Then, also mid-2021, this is the show I'm most excited about, and it's animated, which is awesome, too, The What If. And What If is a long-running series in Marvel Comics where... You know, what if Storm got the Phoenix Force or what if um, the second Fantastic Four, who was Spider-Man, Wolverine, the Hulk and Ghost Rider? Crazy comic. Go check it out. Uh, What if they never left? What if they stayed the Fantastic Four? We've already seen some clips and previews of this. It's going to be 10 episodes and everybody's coming back. I mean, Haley Atwell's Peggy Carter. The late, great, amazing Chadwick Bozeman is actually going to be Star-Lord. So that's, it's going to be, you know, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? Josh Brolin is Thanos. Dominic Cooper is coming back. Michael Douglas, Karen Gillan. Gold, Jeff Goldblum, Sean Gunn, Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Jamon Hansel, Sam Jackson, who I talked about all last week on my podcast, The Night Nerds. You can go check that out. Toby Jones, who's great. Michael B. Jordan, Neil McDonough, Natalie Portman, Jeremy Renner, uh, Michael Rooker, Paul Rudd, Mark Ruffalo, Sebastian Stan, and Taika Waititi. And supposedly RDJ and Steve Rogers and everybody are coming back. The framing of this is Jeffrey Wright's character, Watu the Watcher, who we saw the Watchers in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We saw Stan Lee talking to them in just a quick flyby scene, but he kind of watches our universe and our reality and this is him saying okay well what what if this happened you know these are this is the world you know it's kind of twilight zone but kind of not uh it's going to be great you know if nothing else we get to see chadwick boseman here chadwick boseman one more time and that's going to be uh just worth it right there like i said go to your comic shop pick up what if comics you will love them um, next, back in the theaters, we're gonna have the Eternals dropping November 5th. Oh, I didn't mean to new tab that. Oh, well, this one I, I don't know about. It's got an insane cast. I mean, Angeline Jolie, Richard Madden, uh, and Johnny, Lauren Midoff, Brian Tyree Henry, Selma Hayek, Leah McHugh, Don Lee. Kit Harrington, uh Gimma-Chan, like it's it's gonna be stacked and loaded. I what I think this movie is really gonna be is not filler so much as uh this is gonna set up the later, later stuff, the more intergalactic stuff that we're gonna see. On the other side, the with the Guardians and Thor and all of those characters, we're going to see that uh, come through in everything. And, the, you know, most of these characters, I would be surprised if we, with the exception of um, Kamal Nanjiani, I'd be surprised if we see any of these again. Uh, but I could be wrong. I don't know. But that's kind of my guess. And then... Back on the small screen, we're going to have Miss Marvel. This one is actually going to be like a full 10-episode series. Uh, newcomer Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan is a character who was just introduced not that long ago, um, back in 2013. So character is less than 10 years old, but everybody loves her. She's just amazing. And so they wanted to bring to this small screen. Totally understand. And it's going to be a story about her life and her family and her hero worship. Um, you know, she loves all these heroes that she sees on TV and then she gets powers. And so how is that going to affect her you know, and her home life and everything? It's it sounds a little bit kind of like a, a freeform show, like what we got with Cloak and Dagger uh, or Hulu and the Runaways. But it, it's gonna be better than those. And then rounding off the theater this year in December is the Spider-Man Far From Home. Actually, we'll come back to this, the Spider-Man Far From Home sequel, because we also have Hawkeye. And we've seen some pictures from the set of the Hawkeye series. This is gonna be a series that comes out at the end of the year? Uh, Jeremy Renner's coming back. Haley Sanfeld is coming as Kate Bishop, um, who takes over as Hawkeye in the comics and stuff. Uh, We have Vera Farmiga as her mom, Fra Fee, Tony Dalton, you know, lots of characters. This one is what I'm most excited is uh, Alacoa Cox, who is Echo. Echo is a character from the Daredevil mythos, who is deaf, uh, but she's kind of like Taskmaster in that she can see other people's movements and copy them. we're also going to get Florence Pugh as Black Widow in this series. So I don't know. Uh, this one is going to be the most grounded that you're going to see this year just because it's Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye is awesome and amazing and should totally deserves a series. I don't think he deserves a film, but totally deserves a series. And Matt Fraction did an arc of Hawkeye way back when not too long ago that is worth checking out that a lot of this is going to be pulled from and then the year wraps up with the spider-man far from home sequel that people are memeing everywhere because not only do you have tom holland and dahlia marissa tomei come back um you got Benedict cumberbatch coming into stephen strange but you get so far confirmed jamie fox is coming back as an electra from electro still on the daredevil sorry electro from amazing spider-man 2 and alfred molina is coming back as doc ock from the raimi spider-man 2 and then there's but the, the memes are oh this person's gonna be in it and this person's gonna be in it and they've talked about uh kristen dunce tobey maguire andrew garfield uh, everybody you know a live action spider-verse so i'm i mean i'm down for that i think it's going to be cool and there's also a lot of rumors because strange is in it that it's going to be like the uh one more day it's a home for a day which if you're not familiar with the one more day that's where in civil war in the comics peter parker revealed his identity to um the world really and showed everybody you know who he was because he was supporting iron man and then he realized he was kind of wrong and should have supported cap instead and uh but then everybody knew who he was and everybody was targeting mary jane they're targeting flash uh aunt may and so he made a deal with mephisto the devil to erase everybody's memory but he just had one more day you know to get his affairs in order and stuff and it's um it's an unnecessary story, though. The, there's a whole big reason behind it is like to break up Peter and MJ's wedding or marriage and all this stuff. But obviously they're not married in the movies, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, but that's that's all the stuff we have to look forward to in 2021. I'm excited. TV, movies. There's going to be nonstop Marvel. Is this the year we get hit over saturation? Maybe. I don't know but let's talk about how these connect together and branch out into other properties so you kind of have three levels in the mcu right now and you have them in the comics as well you have your street level heroes who have previously been stuff on netflix your the defenders i think that's where your black widow and Hawkeye are going to be you know they're going to have their own stories but their, their movie and show are going to be more passing the baton and, you know, setting up stuff for the next generation. Uh, you're going to have your space stories, which is the Eternals and probably only the Eternals. But that's going to help set up Guardians and Thor and possibly Fantastic Four. I, I don't know. We'll see. But then you're going to have the multiverse stuff, which kicks off with WandaVision. Um, I'd probably put Falcon and Winter Soldier in that street level too, because it's all about just normal, not superpowered people and legacy characters and stuff. Um, and Miss Marvel would probably be kind of a bridge that connects the street level legacy with the bigger multiverse stuff, because she loves all these characters and like loves Spider-Man, and so. we start the year with WandaVision, which is going to introduce the multiverse, and then end it with Spider-Man, which is a multiverse movie. And then the very next movie, teasing ahead a little bit, March of 2022 is the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So that's going to be interesting how that uh, plays out and what it's going to do. So Oh, that all held the king. There, the 2014 is when that came out. Um, so you're going to have the multiverse, and that's going to be the Wandavision, Loki, What If, and then the Spider-Man movie. Um, Shang-Chi. I think I don't really know where that's going to fall into any of these. It's going to be a bigger picture thing because the Ten Rings are super powerful, uh, not Infinity Stone powerful, but pretty pretty powerful and so you'll have that but your so your space, your street level and your multiverse is going to be where everything is. And what's it going to do after that? And how are these going to tie into each other? Well, that's where your almighty stinger comes in, the stuff at the end of your film. And it's going to be um interesting. You know, I think we're going to see the groundwork laid for your next big bad, whether it be, it's probably going to be bringing in the Fantastic Four. That's what we're really pushing towards, I think, because the Fantastic Four are going to be where all of these come back together, you know, because the Fantastic Four are street level, you know, they have a, a building in Manhattan that they live in. The thing is from Yancy Street, you know, you see them talking to people and do things. They also travel through space a lot, a lot, a lot. And so they totally make sense that they're gonna encounter people in space. And then travel through time and through microverses and alternate realities and everything. So they're gonna be over there as as well. Um, So I think in the next couple of years, you're really going to see that start to build and everything. Uh, At the top of the show, I mentioned that WandaVision is going to be the most important and influential thing from the MCU in the next few years. But I think the dark horse, the thing that we have to watch out for and look at and think about and be ready for because who knows is not an MCU movie, and that's Morbius. It's a Spider-Man movie, but it's a Sony Spider-Man. So it's like with Venom and and things like that. And normally it wouldn't be a big thing. You know, I I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Jared Leto, Matt Smith, uh, Tyrese Gibson, but Michael Keaton is in this movie and nobody is confirming that he's going to be the vulture in this movie but nobody is denying it either so it's kind of what do we do you know there nobody nobody knows i think that that might be the biggest old oh, dang moment of the year is if we get that um get him showing up there or in the venom sequel that comes out in june if we get to see spider-man show up there i think those are those are gonna be the two movies that we need to watch out for um and i mean watch out in a good way because shared universes are fun uh when done right sorry dc dc does make solid standalone movies for for the most part, um, but Marvel totally has the shared universe thing down, and bringing in another universe, you know, that's what the multiverse is all about. So it stands to reason that we will have the Venomverse, the Sonyverse, whatever you want to call it, the Sony Spider-Man verse. Um, they made a name for it, but it's really dumb. So I keep forgetting what it is. But with this multiverse we can have those adventures and those characters still be part of the MCU, but not the MCU proper. It's the same way in the comics. You had your 616, which is the main universe. And then you had your ultimate universe, which a lot of the uh, phase one and phase two of the MCU is based on. You had your ultimate comics verse, and then you also have like the zombie universe and you have all these other universes, which is where what if comes in um so will michael keaton and tom holland be vulture and spider-man from mcu i don't know we'll have to kind of wait and see what what develops and what's going down i i have no idea when it comes to that. sony's the wild card here you know i'm pretty sure pretty confident about my mcu picks and what's going to happen there but Sony, you know they're a pain, <laughs> um, and a lot of things. But they may be what pushes the MCU to that next big event. You know, I I don't think the next big event is going to be a villain either. We spent three phases building up the Infinity Stones and Thanos, and that was that was awesome and wonderful, and you know, ten year payoff with snap and snap, and a third snap, but I think they've done that, and even though Marvel does have a formula, I think they're smart enough to kind of switch it, so I wouldn't be surprised if we push toward the Fantastic Four, like I keep saying, bringing the Fantastic Four in, and um, making a new age of heroes at that point, like when the Fantastic Four get here, uh, you're going to have the new Hawkeye. You're going to have the new Black Widow. You're going to have Miss Marvel. You're going to have Tom Holland Spider-Man uh, being young, being older at that point, so being more the mentor. You're going to have Stature, uh, Cassie, the daughter of Ant-Man, becoming character. Yeah, I didn't know. Stature's uh, his daughter grows up. So And with the five-year jump, she's already older, so totally makes sense. With Wanda and Vision, their kids, um, Hulkling and Wiccan, they're young avengers new avengers whatever you want to call them and if it works out then we're going to get um luke cage and jessica jones have a kid that grows up to be captain america so uh, you know i i think that that's going to be what you're building toward is that new age of heroes and i i I'm on board. I'm excited. I think it's going to be really cool and and really great because um, you know new blood. That's the good thing about comics. Captain America is like a hundred years old, but it doesn't matter. It, it, you just get a new piece of paper and you can keep him young. But with film, even though we have wonderful technology to de-age people, I think it's still important to pass the torch. Um, and so with these new characters, I, I think it's going to be awesome. And so I think that we saw phase one through three build toward evil and destruction and everything. And then these phase four and five or whatever we're looking at, they're going to be building toward hope and encouragement and just like the flip side. And, uh, that's, that's what I think. Anyway, uh, in 2021, we're all, we're going to find out, like I said, starts here in 12 days with one division going through let's see, like Thirty-five different that you know. If you count each episode and the Sony stuff, you're looking at like thirty some odd Marvel things to watch this year. Uh, that's almost one a week. So it's going to be a good year for Marvel fans. I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, got any questions, comments? Want to weigh in on anything? I uh, I tend to ramble, so I always like to ask. It's it's good, but. I, I'm excited about a multiverse. I'm excited about all that. Hopefully it'll drive people into comic book stores as well. I, uh, I'm a big supporter of local comic shops and things. like uh, Star Comics in Lubbock, Texas is my LCS. I'm not in the same town, but that's, that's where I go. They're awesome. Um, but yeah, it's that's our WandaVision, I guess. Um, yeah, if you don't have any questions, we'll just go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for joining it's always nice to talk you know see somebody talk to somebody especially in these times and make sure to keep following fan expo follow the night nerd oh you can't see my shirt i have shirts and everything that say the night nerd um follow fan expo dallas and the night nerd all over facebook and twitter and instagram uh we're gonna be doing more stuff we're gonna, uh, actually literally when i'm in this call I'm planning a watch along party for captain America and trying to get all the logistics on that. So a lot of cool things coming in, but, um, otherwise on behalf of fan expo, I'm Lance with the night nerd. Thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you in 2021. All right. So there you had it. There's all my crazy theories and looks at what's coming ahead. Uh, Morbius, Michael Keaton, who knows? We'll, we'll find out. Uh, Maybe they'll all show up in WandaVision. (laughs) I don't know. I can't wait to see. Let me know what you're excited about coming in 2021 from the MCU and Sony and Disney and the million other people that somehow all have Marvel properties, even though it's all owned by Disney. Yeah, it's weird. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, wherever. Just look for The Night Nerd. Follow me on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast, uh, Make sure to check out our Patreon if you feel ever so inclined. There's lots of great shows on there. Patreon.com slash TheNightNerd. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, please email me. NightNerd at TheNightNerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next time. Oh.